You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 1960s Reboot Podcast. I am your host, Matt D. And with me today is, well, nobody. It's just me today. No Jerry the Gnome, no uh, Joe Blue, no Randall Sylvie, or anyone else who's been a guest host on the show before. It's just me. We do a little bit of a breakdown of what's going on uh, these next couple episodes. So this is now the start of the British Invasion episodes. That's right. We're going to have three episodes of British television shows. And the first one we're going to talk about today is The Avengers. Okay, so it's not that Avengers, not the one from the 1963 to, to today, the superheroes based in the Marvel comics by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. No, this is actually a television show that aired in 1961, so it predates the creation of the Avengers. If I remember right, the, uh, the Avengers Marvel comics started around 1963, or was it 62? Either way, the Avengers was a British espionage television show that started in 1961, and it was initially focused on the character of Dr. David Keel. He was uh, assisted by a character named John Steed, who later became the central core character for the television series. So, but before I dive into the Avengers, let me just pop in a quick quiz. Everyone out there in podcast land, if you're interested, I am going to have these next couple questions out there for anybody in the uh, listening area who would like to answer these questions. Feel free to email the show at 60sreboot at gmail.com. It'll actually test your knowledge on the Avengers. So here we go. So the first quiz question for the day is, name two James Bond movies that have had an Avengers co-host in them. Question number two. What major television broadcast company aired the Avengers in, the, in America in 1965? So folks, look up your, uh, your Google search there for 1965 Avengers aired on what station and then what year did the avengers become a full color television show here's a little bit of a hint for you if you listen to any of the other episodes this year seems to be like a key year i would almost coin it as the same as say doc brown hitting his head on the toilet in back to the future uh 1955 was synonymous with, with back to the future if you listen to the listen to this previous podcast you can probably guess the date that the avengers became a full-color television. And lastly, The Avengers was created by Sidney Newman. What other science-based television show did he create around the same time as The Avengers? So, folks, if you know the answer to these questions, feel free to email me at 60sreboot at gmail.com or just check out the show notes. I'll have the uh, link there as well. Let's dive right into The Avengers. The year is 1961. and ITV has become synonymous with an actor by the name of Ian Hedry. He becomes very popular for ITV, so they decide to give him his own television series, and they call it The Avengers. And his main character is Dr. David Keel. Um, basically, he was an investigative doctor who solved crimes. 
So in the first episode of the Avengers, which oddly enough does not exist anymore today because British television did this weird thing where they were recording on videotape. So in order to record the next set of episodes on videotape, they would erase the older episodes. So a lot of the first two seasons of the Avengers have gone completely missing. All of season one is gone except for maybe two episodes and a little bit of the, uh, of the premiere episode. Go out and YouTube the Avengers television show from 1961, and you can see a little bit of what survived from the, the mass purge that BBC and ITV did on their uh, videotapes. Back to the story at hand. The Avengers is a British espionage television show created in 1961. Initially, it focused on the character of Dr. David Keel and was added by the character of John Steed. So basically, John Steed and Dr. Keel solved crimes. And the first crime in the, in the first episode was actually Dr. David Keel's fiance. She is murdered. And so Dr. Keel is trying to solve that crime. Him and John Steed take on the moniker of the Avengers to avenge the, the, the death of Dr. Uh, Keel's fiance, thereby establishing the main title of the show. Dr. Deal, David Keel left after the first series, and John Steed became the core character. They did a little tweak. In season one, John Steed uh, wore, looked very much like um 1960s version of Columbo. He had um, a Mac, which is they call you know a trench coat in in the, the uh, in the good old days, and uh, you know it was a very much of a buddy cop show. When Ian Hedry left. They made uh, John Steed a little bit different. He became more of a, a dandy. He picked up the moniker of a bowler hat and an umbrella. And the show became a little less by fiction and more science fiction. So the Avengers series was uh, marked by the different eras as the co-stars came and went. Uh, the only constant, of course, was our friend John Steed. Mrs. Peel. Sorry, Steed, I mean it. Elsewhere. His co-stars were very similar to each other as intelligent, stylish, and assertive women. The core stories focused on John Steed and his partner investigating murders that led to evil plots by ne'er-do-wells, much like James Bond, but done on a BBC or an ITV budget. The Avengers became a very popular TV series here in the United States. It eventually inspired American versions of the show, but they seem to have uh, not had the same feel. Neat thing about the Avengers is that it was a little campy, and by the time 1966 came around, the, the golden era of color television and color TV shows, um, they became uh, the show became very campy, very tongue in cheek. Uh, it was it was a fun thing to watch because John Steed and Emma Peel had a great um, a great uh, chemistry between the two of them. They would sometimes finish each other's sentences. Man, that joke just doesn't work real well without a co-host. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so they had a great, uh, a great chemistry with each other. Uh, case in point, like season five, episode five, uh, entitled um, "The Bird Who Knew Too Much." There was a, a, a little gag of John Steele examining bird seed, much like a um, a doctor performs surgery. You know, and of course he'd ask for, you know, tweezers, scalpel, eye, spyglass. Um, you know, and and Emma Peel would always would hand him the stuff. And then of course, five seconds later, they're getting ready to leave the room, and the role is reversed. Now Emma Peel goes door, and John Steed opens the door up with a bit of a smile. 
it was a it was a, just a, a fun show to watch. And of course, every week it had some kind of ne'er do well, as I said, you know, causing a problem. Uh, case in point, like the episode I just mentioned about uh, the the bird who knew too much. The whole idea was that a bird uh, was used for aerial photography to discover the location of a missile base, and a parrot was going to convey that information to a contact in the British government. So, a very, uh, very interesting aspect of how to deliver information. Uh, central core of it was around birds and pigeons, and it was a kind of a fun episode to watch. So, that kind of gives a little bit of the history of the Avengers. Um, let's just kind of take a look at where the Avengers are at right now. Currently, there is no remake uh, on air on television right now. But there is a uh, production company called Big Finish, who are synonymous for making audio uh, dramas. And I recommend checking out their website because they have some, some wonderful programs, uh, in particular Doctor Who. I'm a big fan of Doctor Who, but I'll go into a different, different tangent on that, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. To note, Big Finish have been creating audio dramas of the lost episodes. That's right. Those same episodes that I mentioned that were gone from the British uh, the British television companies purging their videotapes to reuse their old videotapes to un- for new episodes, they found these scripts, they found some archived material, and they got two actors or an actor and some other people that sound an awful lot like um, John Steed and Dr. David Keel. There's a little bit of um, of recovery to the the lost episodes, so it's a great way to to get a look at what the shows used to sound like back in in uh, in the first season. Now, one thing I do want to address is that the Avengers did have a big budget American based um, movie, and unfortunately, it wasn't all that great. Um, now, it's a personal opinion. If anyone out there has degrees, feel free to write into the show at 60sreboot at gmail.com or, you know, shoot me a tweet at on Twitter at 60sreboot, okay? The 1998 film The Avengers, it had Ray Fiennes um, playing John Steed. It had, oh God, I can't think of her name all of a sudden, um, the wonderful actress Uma Thurman as Emma Peel. Um, it was an interesting look at a modern day, well, in this case, a 1998 version of the Avengers. Uh, and unfortunately, it it wasn't one of Sean Connery's best performances. That's right, folks. James Bond himself, Sean Connery, was in the Avengers, which is rather kind of fun because the Avengers did a lot of jokes relating to James Bond. There's been a couple notes in um, the television series where John Steed went to went to college with a young uh, Jimmy Bond, you know. So there's a little bit of a little bit of connection there with the uh, the James Bond franchise. Let's try a little different look at a uh, at a reboot for the Avengers. We're definitely not going to try to go down that road that they did with the 1998 um, film. So to change things up a little bit, normally I'd go through the characters and tell you who I would pick for actors and such. But I, I really want to kind of give you an idea of what I see for a show first, and then we'll go into the um, the characters. Now, albeit I'm doing things a little bit differently, but again, my show, there's no one here to go off of, so I'm trying something a little different. Let's take a look at a story 
for The Avengers. As I had mentioned, The, the Avengers is an espionage show. And so to reboot it, it would be kind of like Homeland or you know, CSI, something that's already out there. And I want to do something a little bit different. So I want to try to take that, uh, that feel, that campiness that the Avengers originally had back in the 1960s, you know, and a lot of their, uh, their criminal masterminds and ne'er-do-wells, they were either tied to the Cold War against, you know, the British's, uh, enemies, both foreign and domestic. I wanted to kind of stick a little bit with that, kind of get a little bit involved in the in the Cold War. So I wanted to, I wanted to keep the television show stuck in the 1960s. So we're actually watching a period piece. <laughs> um, sorry, a little inside joke there. Um, so I'm thinking about a period piece set in the 1960s. All the actors and actresses will be of modern day um, type. You know, our, our standard modern day actors and actresses. Using, you know, technology from the 1960s, the exact same stuff that they had used in the original Avengers. All the cars will be the same. You know, it's, it's a period piece. You know, British television is, is renowned for doing period pieces, especially if anything that was set in during like the Dickens time and, and Edwardian time and the Victorian time. All that they can do easy peasy. So that's kind of what I'm going for here. I want that 1960s feel, you know, kind of like an Austin Powers thing, but not as, well, maybe Austin Powers would be a good, a good comparison. Because the Avengers were a little campy, a little, little fun and everything. Uh, the reboot, like I said, will be set in the 1960s. John Steed works for a secret espionage group defending Britain and its interests, both foreign and domestic. The organization answers directly to the monarch through the liaison office called Mother. With the show being set in the 1960s, Steed and his partner must face competing world powers like the Soviet Union, North Korea, and they must also team up with the Allied forces like the USA to save the world. Now, my idea is that the first two episodes would be a two-part episode because you can't launch something without mm, some big panache. And it starts off with Steed as a British spy is investigating a possible prime minister with some less than reputable contacts. Steed joins forces with Kathy Gale who is our is the first person he teams up with after Dr. David had left the original series. So I'm 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 going back to the Kathy Gale, the, the Honor Blackman, the, the one that came in right after the, the, the shift change in the series. Um and she's investigating the murder of her fiance. So we're kinda of tying a little bit back into what they did initially. But instead of it being Dr. David Keel, I got Kathy Gale. Kathy Gale's, you know, she's trying to find the person who killed her fiance. And, of course, she discovers that the reason her fiancé died was because he has some information on this organization that is trying to put a new prime minister into place. The organization runs the criminal underground in Britain and all across its far, Britain's former empire. After discovering the plot and bringing it to light, Kathy Gale joins John as a regular partner to the Avengers and avenges her fiancé's death. Now, of course... Just to be a little, a little political for today's times, I am picturing the the 1960s prime minister to be someone who, who has a lot of financial ties, to uh, big oil, big business, and it's kind of like almost a social justice warrior thing, but still kind of, kind of poking fun at certain individuals in our current administration. Because hey, 
you know, satire is the is the biggest thing to do in um in Hollywood. That's kind of the idea I have for the initial two episodes. Every episode after that will eventually tie back into this world organization uh criminal um underground that is pulling the strings of a lot of different governments. And thanks to John Steed and, and Kathy Gale, they couldn't sink their hands into the British government. They couldn't sink their hands into uh, the monarchy because every time that they, they do, they come across John Steed and Emma Peel. All that laid out, let's go ahead and take a look at our characters and who I would pick for a modern-day version of the Avengers right after the small commercial break. Oh yeah, here we go. Peanuts, Cracker Jacks, hot dogs, microphone... Wait, microphones? Aw oh, man, this isn't Wrigley Field. This is somebody else's podcast. Again. <sighs> hey guys and gals, this is uh, Jesse from GrawlixPodcast.com. And, uh, well, my co-host and I, we, we travel through space and time using this, this Blinkatron here. But the problem is that it, it doesn't always work. At least not the way it's supposed to. And uh, we sometimes we wind up in the wrong place, you know, like an awkward family reunion or a bar mitzvah or you know, well, somebody else's podcast. But, uh, you know, since I'm here, uh, let me tell you about our podcast. So when we are blinking all over the universe, uh, Randy, Melanie and I, we review comic books, movies, TV shows, all sorts of stuff. And every month we review a comic, a comic collection, or a graphic novel that the listeners choose. Uh, they do that on our poll list, which you can find at our website, which is GrawlixPodcast.com. So if any of that sounds good to you, well, uh, why not head on over to our to our site? That's Grawlix, spelled G-R-A-W-L-I-X, podcast.com. And, uh, you know, check out our archives. See if there's something in there that sounds good to you. Now, where did I get lost? Huh, maybe I should have made a left turn at Albuquerque. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Matt D. from Sissy's Reboot Podcast and Comics with My Kids. I'm here to tell you about a great place where you can listen to podcasts. Hours upon hours of podcasts. That is at the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. EMCpod.net location. So check them out. They have hours upon hours of podcasts, anything you want to listen to, whether it's comic book reviews, book reviews, TV reviews, movie reviews, podcasts about wrestling, podcasts about video games, you name it, they probably have it. So check it out. That's the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network or emcpod.net. That's where this show's at. Talk to you later. And we're back. Well, we talked a little bit about the Avengers. So now let's go ahead and dive into the characters. So the main character of the show for season one was Dr. David Keel. But I'm going to go ahead and skip him to the last because he's not really in my reboot. So we're going to go ahead and touch on the main character, the, uh, the enigmatic John Steed. And of course, he was portrayed by the actor Patrick McNee. Funny business. Probably somebody's idea of a joke. This voice, what did it sound like? Hear it for yourself. Born Daniel Patrick McNee, the British-American film and television actor. Um, and of course, Mr. McNee passed away back in 2015, and he was at the ripe old age of 93. Mr. McNee brought a bit of debonair 
and uh, a little bit of a dandy to the character of John Steed. Uh, season one, like I said, he was more of a hard, not really hard nose. I keep using the word hard nose. He was more of your atypical investigator, you know, a bit spy. You know, he wore a trench coat and he worked real close with uh, Dr. David Keel. When season two rolled around, he took the main spotlight and he developed the the, uh, the umbrella and the bowler and you know a little more um, flirtatious to his uh, to his co-stars. He he was a bit of an eccentric, but yet kind of fun. So yeah, that's kind of the idea of of what John Steed was. He was he was a dandy, but yet a professional. He um, he dressed really well. He spoke uh, proper British, you know, accents. So, but he 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 was uh, a very nice gentleman, a British spy and gentleman. For my reboot, I wanted to go with somebody who still has that same style, who can wear a suit and and give his his lines eloquently, um, which is far better than what I'm doing right now. So, the one actor that I thought of that could really coin that um, that kind of a character would be David Tennant. Now, you might say, hey, wait a minute. Isn't he already, like, in a British television show? Yes, but that's because he's so great. I mean, come on. He's in that that TV show Good Omens. He's been the Doctor in Doctor Who. Um, so he's, he's a great actor that could probably portray a John Steed. And, you know, hey, he's worn a pinstripe suit before, so I think he can handle it. Next up is the, I would say hey, she's the second... Um, co-star the show and that was Kathy Gale as played by Honor Blackman delightful thank you is uh, this on the level not quite we leave for Santiago tomorrow afternoon it's hardly time to work up a healthy tan you know I think they do it on purpose well we have to be on the alert 24 hours a day you know anyway I brought you a little now if you're not familiar with Honor Blackman in her role in the Avengers she was also pussy galore in the James Bond film Goldfinger Kathy Gale was a judo-topping, um, very assertive woman. She uh, she would definitely take care of herself, you know. But she brought a little bit of that sex appeal to the character, you know. She she was she was that blonde bombshell that could kick butt as well as um, match wits with anybody on the show. So to portray a character like Kathy Gale, I stuck with an actress that is actually here in America. Um, she's a phenomenal actress. She's already familiar with uh, the spy game. And I went with the actress Claire Danes. Um, again, another uh, another blonde who's both witty and she's a phenomenal um, actress. She's portrayed several different characters in her career, uh, both, you know, silly as well as, uh, you know, lighthearted and serious. Um, she's currently on that show, Homeland. I mean, she's basically the central character for Homeland. So now, albeit that, you know, the Avengers, Kathy Gale, isn't so much a central character. Although, no, I take that back. She is a central character. I mean, she, she, it's a partnership between John Steed and the, the, the co-star, you know, Kathy Gale, uh, Emma Peel, Tarek King. They were all definitely partners to Patrick McNee. So I think Claire Danes has a great um, a great way of portraying the Kathy Gale personality, someone who is assertive, someone who can kick butt, someone who is is both stylish and and kind of throws a little bit of of um, uh, I don't 
don't want to sound sexist here, but I got some beauty into the role. All right. So next up is the most known uh, co-star to John Steed in the Avengers TV show. Uh, she picked up after Kathy Gale, uh, and that is Emma Peel, as played by Diana Rigg. Mrs. Peel. Sorry, Steed, I mean it. Elsewhere. Where are we going? North to Whittlesham Heath. Find Fitzroy Lane. Continue along it for five-tenths of a mile and stop. And then? I don't know. I had an anonymous phone call, a man. I didn't recognize the voice. He asked you to meet him? Said it was a matter of life and death. Now, Diana Rigg, oh, I'm sorry, Dame Diana, phenomenal actress, long career. Um, she's been in so much different uh, different television shows and movies. Most notably, uh, recently she was in Game of Thrones. She played uh, Tyrell. Okay, she was the matriarch, Alina Tyrell. But back in the '60s, she was wonderful actress, very beautiful. Um, she could fit the costume that they they had picked for her. You know, they went for that that sexy sixty uh, appeal. Was, this actress, she did a phenomenal job in the role. I mean, she was able to kick butt while wearing high heels. And there's there's like this whole episode where she's just she's in an attire that's definitely not um, kid appropriate. If you know what I mean? Um, where basically the Avengers and um, the Avengers had infiltrated a club that is like the Hellfire Club, which if you want, do a search uh, on YouTube for it. it. It's kind of a neat scene, um, but I'm not going to dwell too much on that. So basically what I, what I want to get at, though, is Diane Rigg, she was a wonderful actress. Again, just like Kathy Gale, her character was assertive, and um, she was a gr- she had a great um, rapport with John Steed. They, they joked around a lot um, on, on the show, both on screen and off. I mean... So I wanted to go with somebody who could probably give that same that same feel that Diana Rigg did. And I went with an actress by the name of Michelle Ryan. All right, so Michelle Ryan played opposite of David Tennant in the Doctor Who episode Planet of the Dead, where she played Christina D'Souza, a cat burglar. So she's already quite familiar with uh, slipping into tight-fitting clothes and squeezing into small, tight spaces to be a cat burglar. I think that she kind of has the same acting style yeah, the same British background that Diana Rigg did back in the 1960s. For my M appeal, I'm thinking Michelle Ryan would be a great addition or great um, actress to portray that role because she's definitely got that ability to give a sense of humor from that episode as well as Planet portray a great sense of humor as well as a little tongue-in-cheek jokes. And she had the the ability to keep up with uh, the Doctor. Um, she's also been in that TV series, uh, the reboot of Bionic Woman. So she's not unfamiliar with uh, television reboots. After Emma Peel came the next co-star for the Avengers, and that was a butt-kicking assistant. I'm sorry, a butt-kicking partner called Tara King. And Tara King was played by Linda Thorson. Now, Linda came in after Emma Peel, and to tell you the truth, Emma Peel is like my one of my favorite ones. And shortly after she left the show, I, I, I stopped. I didn't watch any of the uh, later episodes. So I don't have a lot to base Tara King off of. Um, from my point of view, and again, this is just my opinion, um, I felt as though she was kind of like, uh, hey, we need to 
fill this position because Emma Peel or I'm sorry, Diana Rigg wants to do the show. They went out and they looked for somebody and they, they found Linda Thorson without coming up with an idea of an original character, what that character was like uh, portrayed in the original series. Um, kind of just shooting from the hip here for who I'm going to pick. I went with an actress that I that I enjoy seeing uh, on TV. And it was more or less just a fan cast. And I went with the actress Christina Cole. Um, and <laughs> again, you're probably going to think that I'm a big fan, or I'm a, I can't think of anything other than Doctor Who TV shows that she's been in. But Christina Cole has actually had small roles in other movies, and she was actually um, in the movie Casino Royale. I don't remember what part she played, but uh, the thing that I really liked her the best in was a British television show, um, I believe it was from ITV, called Hex. And she played a um, a witch by the name of Cassandra. And just the way she portrayed it, she played it, um, character was both inquisitive, but yet she also had a, bit, a little bit of naivety to her. On top of that, along with the naivety, she kind of she was able to 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 have this layer of being able to be in control and, and kind of take charge every once in a while. It's a very multi-layered character, and and since I don't have a whole lot to base Tara King off of, I'm kind of feeling that that might be a character that would be similar to Tara King, because you know Tara came in after Emma Peel left, so there was a lot of that. Oh, hey, this isn't Emma Peel, so she's trying. Like I don't. I think like in the first episode, um, Emma Peel was walking out the door while Tara King was walking in. So it was kind of a passing of the baton. So I could see that a character in that position would feel very unsure about what's going on. You know, like the first day you're at a job. Am I going to get this right? Am I going to make the boss happy? And I could see that as a Tara King feeling. or uh, I could see that being a feeling that Tara King would have going into the first episode, maybe carrying that throughout the next couple of episodes. So I think Christina Cole would be a great actress who could kind of portray that multi-layer feeling of having to replace someone that has already left that was a big, you know, something that was very um, central to the TV series. All right. So the next actor or actress that uh, comes up in the Avengers uh, recurring characters is Mother. Now, Mother was the name of the liaison or the overseer to uh, John Steed's uh, secret uh, British intelligence uh, group. You know, much like MI5, but it wasn't MI5. Much like, you know, uh, the IMF, like the Mission Impossible group. But it wasn't that. It, it had no name. It was an unknown um, secret service that was overseen by a character named Mother. Now, of course, as a kind of humorous to the the term Mother, uh, which instills, you know, the very uh, very feminine character, someone that you would think is, you know, motherly. Uh, they went with a gentleman instead by the name of Patrick Newell. And one of the things that was like a running gag in the series is that Mother always showed up to issue um, Steed his, his missions Rather unusual places. Uh, case in point, one episode he shows up on a uh, British bus, and 
uh, you know, John Steed gets on the bus and then has to walk up to the second story, and there is Mother with a complete office taking notes as the vehicle is traveling down the road. Um, another episode we've seen, Mother was actually in the middle of a pond on a boat, and that was his his desk or his his working center. He's kind of a humorous character. They wanted somebody who was a little different. Uh, you know, and so they went with this, this actor of Patrick Newell. I wanted to go a similar route. I want somebody who has the ability to both act seriously, but yet still have a little bit of humor in there. You know, someone who could look like a stern liaison. And I went with the great British comedic actor of Stephen Fry. Of course, you know, if you're not familiar with Stephen Fry, he uh, most notably played uh, Sherlock Holmes' brother, Mycroft Holmes, in the Sherlock Holmes films uh, by Guy Ritchie. Uh, you know, he played opposite of uh, Robert Downey Jr. Stephen Fry has, of course, you know, a whole list of TV shows that he's been in. He's a really great actor, and I would love to see him portray the liaison officer of Mother to this particular version of John Steed and Emma Peel. Kathy Gale, Tarkin, all them. Boom. I think he would be a great addition, a great character for Mother. Finally, um, the last main character is Dr. David Keel. Now, of course, I didn't include him in my synopsis for the television series, but perhaps we could do a little role reversal here. Perhaps David, Dr. David Keel was actually the fiancé to Kathy Gale, and he's the one that kind of launches everything off. And then at his death, he would be the uh, cataclysm for the Avengers forming. So I wanted to go with somebody who could play opposite of Claire Danes, someone who could have a similar chemistry as if they were um, engaged. And I actually went with an actor who is uh, quite familiar with with uh, Claire Danes, and that is Hugh Dancy. And... What's rather interesting is that Hugh Dancy is married to Claire Danes. So there's that whole love connection right there. Uh, I think that them playing opposite of each other would really work for the first two episodes. That's the character list for good guys on the Avengers 1960s reboot. Let's go ahead and roll into the bad guy. Now, I went through several episodes of the Avengers to look at the different bad guys. And of course, you know, much like James Bond, there are there's a plethora of bad guys, several ne'er do wells, and I decided to go with one called Paul Bressford. He appears in the episode called Return of the Cybernauts. Now, of course, the Cybernauts were a uh, kind of a robotic uh, enemy to uh, Steel and or Steed and Steel. Um, and they were created by Paul's brother. So in the episode of Return of the Cybernaut, Paul wants to get revenge on Emma Peel and John Steed for basically stopping his brother and, and killing his brother. And the character Paul was at the time portrayed by the great Peter Cushing. You know, Peter Cushing's like the ultimate bad guy for any fan of Star Wars. I mean, come on, he's Grand Moff freaking Tarkin, okay? He was in several Horror Hammer movies as a good guy. He played... um. He played Van Helsing, and I don't know how many different movies he sticked vampires. So, you know, he's a rather unique-looking actor. He knows how to play a bad guy. He knows about, you know, the the whole bad guy myth, myth, mythos. 
for my reboot, since I've already gone through the whole thing about them trying to find a prime minister or attacking a prime minister, I'm thinking this Paul Brusford, he'd be a great um, candidate to be the bad guy who's trying to be elected as prime minister. And who better than Patterson Joseph, you know, actor who was in um, uh, Neverwhere. And let's see, what else has he been in? You know, he's a, he's a Patterson Joseph is just a, a, a great British actor. He's timeless, which is funny because he's on a TV show called Timeless. You know, he was on the beach. Like I said, he was in a TV show Neverwhere, which was a Neil Gaiman um, miniseries. And he played the uh, Marquis de Carabas. And he did a great job portraying it. He just has a great gravitas to his, his roles. You know, he can he can be quite stern looking and then also a little humorous. You know, I think that he would portray a really cool bad guy in the 1960s uh, reboot version of The Avengers. So, yeah, my bad guy, Patterson Joseph. Okay, well, that pretty much wraps up what I have for a 60s reboot podcast or 60s reboot version of The Avengers. And again, this has been part one of a three-part block of The British Invasion. Check us out next month for part two as we take a look at another British spy television series. With that, I think I'm going to wrap this up with the final notes. If you are interested in uh, adding your voice to the 60s Reboot, feel free to email me at 60sreboot at gmail.com. You can find more of the 60s Reboot podcast at emcpod.net forward slash 60s Reboot, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and If you have an idea for the show, feel free to tweet it at 60s Reboot. Or if you have pics of your own for the series, uh, shoot them to me at the email address of 60sreboot at gmail.com. That's 60sreboot at gmail.com. All right, folks. Have yourselves a wonderful night, and thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if you can, take a look at the classic series of The Avengers. It's a great show to watch. Um, I know I enjoyed it as a kid, and I still enjoy it a little bit today. So, but thanks again, and Hey, Maddie D. I'm here to record with you. Hey, where'd you go?